Thursday here on the Inside the Pylon Quick Kicks podcast. Chuck Zada flying solo. Mark Schofield with one more day off before the season starts. Quarterbacks are usually in the film room pretty much every day once we get rolling around here. So... Hey, you take a little break when you can. Before we do get started, I do want to remind our listeners that today's show is brought to you by Crossover Football, giving coaches the ability to break down game film in order to pull stats, searchable clips, tendency reports, and much more from both desktop and mobile solutions. To try one game for free, sign up for a demo at crossover.com slash pylon. That's crossover with a K dot com slash pylon and you get one free breakdown if you sign up today and today we are joined uh, by Kyle Krabs of NDT Scouting uh, here to talk about the preseason senior outlook that they have put together we had Joe Marino on who worked on this project as well talking about this uh, a little earlier in the week back on Monday but Kyle uh, it's good to have you here to talk about this and uh, you know we're pretty excited to uh, be talking about this project it's you know, I, I haven't seen anything like this uh, really before in terms of the work that you and Joe have put in. Yeah, th- first and foremost, thanks for having me, Chuck. Um, this was something that, you know, I got to give credit where credit's due. Uh, I approached Joe about coming on to NDT Scouting in the winter of last year, and we were kind of pooling ideas as far as a project and something that we could work together on and co-produce and Uh, This was one of Joe's ideas, and like you said, this is something that's a little bit out of your usual element. It's not something that has been tried, as far as I'm aware of before, as far as a formal publication that has a draft-centric view, so it was certainly a nice uh, foundation for us to lay for ourselves as draft evaluators, and now, that's kind of the appeal as far as anybody who might be interested in it, and th- this will give you a really nice focus group for where your eyes should be throughout college football if you care about the NFL draft. Now, Kyle, the way that Joe described it to me on Monday was that there was a drive down to the Senior Bowl where a lot of these plans were hatched, and obviously, you know, Joe said, look, you're coming from, I think, the, uh, the Mid-Atlantic region, somewhere around Philly or Baltimore. He was down in, in North Carolina, and he said that, you know, plans were hatched then, but I'm curious if you can give me the inside scoop on that ride and what really went down there, just because, you know, I, I get the sense the two of you in a car together for a while, it could have gone badly, potentially. You know, that, that's a long drive. We've seen best friends fall apart over those kinds of drives. Yeah, there was actually a good deal of friction in that car ride. We were talking about Southern Breakfast Hospitalities and uh, soft drinks. And we had a pretty big falling out there for about 45 minutes in terms of being odds. Um, I actually have – I I filmed quite a bit of that drive down in our trip to Mobile, and I I think I have that on record somewhere. So we'll have to see if we can't dig that out. But um, this was kind of hatched. Uh, a lot of the things that you'll find inside were hatched on that drive, and um, that was about a ten and a half hour drive from Charlotte to Mobile. Unfortunately, we got caught right in breakfast or uh, the the morning rush hour outside of Atlanta, so that tacked on oh. a little time for us. Yeah, so, I can imagine. That's that's not a good place to get caught in rush hour. That's no, uh, <laughs> we missed it by about twenty minutes. So we, we missed playing by about 20 minutes and got caught just on the wrong side of the city. Well, 
it's again probably the biggest mistake that you made in this whole project because I know I was talking with uh, Mark Schofield the other day about this, and I know he's had a little bit of a look at some pieces here, and you know also from talking with Joe, one of the things that stood out to me is that with with a lot of scouting publications they give you just one view and they say here here's our view on this prospect, but what I think is interesting about this is that you look at I think is it is it eighty eight different seniors is that the number. Yes, that's correct. You look at 88 seniors here, and you give both your view as well as Joe's. So it's you're, you're not just trying to whitewash it and, and paint one picture. You give different looks at a player. Can you talk about the decision to do that? Yeah, it, first of all, just seeing the final product and having two blurbs side-by-side side on every single player eval page, uh, it's really cool because, like you said, it, it's usually if you're under one quote-unquote umbrella – uh, you come up with a, a consensus or, or mutual agreement as far as what your standing is on a player. But you know, I started NDT with it being the intent of being my portfolio. And I encourage myself and Joe and uh, the intern that we've brought on, Roger Dixon. Uh, we're really excited to have him this fall. And we're, we're working on getting him set up with how he works with his evaluations as well. We want each of us to kind of have our own unique spin and unique standing so as far as building off of the portfolio consensus just because we're working together on a project you know we wanted to be able to sit back and say okay this this is what I thought of these players this is my assessment and that that foil of getting two side by side and I would say probably on three quarters of them me and Joe are fairly close and similar as far as being on the same page but the ones that were not those are the ones that I really enjoy because we're seeing same things. Sometimes we're pointing out distinct strengths and weaknesses similarly, but just our, our natural philosophies as far as the game of football and how we value those strengths and weaknesses leads us to have di- discrepancies in their values and projections. Now, now, Kyle, one of the areas that Joe mentioned uh, that in particular there were some differences was on running backs. Not so much in what you saw, but as you mentioned, more on just how you end up valuing players a little bit differently. Can you talk a little bit about what you saw when you were looking at these senior running backs here and maybe some of the areas where you differed uh, from Joe's views? Yeah, it seemed like kind of across the board I was a little bit higher on the backs than Joe. Um, we, we can kind of scroll down through the list, and I, I think with all but one of them, I'm, I'm slightly higher on the backs. And I, I really try to take the player in a vacuum. And I think what Joe was trying to do is say, okay, let's look at this player and let's look at historically over the past five years, where have backs kind of ended up? And I'm looking at a player, say, uh, Justin Davis from USC, who was just listed as the top back on their uh, their depth chart heading into their game with Alabama. And that's a really nice skill set that he has. He's fairly versatile. Uh, I, I really like his open field ability. Um, and I look at somebody like that, and I, I see how he can receive the ball. I can see how creative he is in space and, and with his free arm when he's, when he's running the ball. And... No, I, I wouldn't have a problem picking an athlete like that somewhere at the uh, the end of day two. And Joe saw a lot of the same things as far as being one cut, one cut uh, explosive burst type of running back. Uh, but he point out that he's his build is not particularly strong. And um, 
he needs to have more polish and pass protection. And then he takes those two things and says, all that considered, this is probably a guy that's going to go on, you know, somewhere in the middle of day three. So it's, do you value the running skill or do you value the three down skill and, and kind of balancing everything together? So just kind of going through the list, it seemed like I gravitated more towards, oh, the skill as a runner and Joe's looking at where have players like this, this gone over the past several years? I want to dig into this a little bit more before I do. Uh, just a quick reminder from Crossover Football. Crossover Football can help coaches win more games and make smarter use of the film room with your team. And Crossover, in fact, it breaks down and stats out your game film, and it gives you searchable clips, advanced ODK, tendency reports, and a wealth of other great information that you can access from both a PC and from any mobile device. Your formations and personnel packages can be labeled with your own terminology, and you can create custom highlight reels that you can exchange with anyone on any platform, including all of your players and coaches. To try one game for free, sign up for a demo at crossover.com slash pylon. That's crossover with a K dot com slash pylon, and you get one free breakdown if you sign up today. Kyle, digging into what you were talking about there a little bit more and how you may value certain traits differently, can you talk a little bit about when you're valuing uh, these players and when when you're conducting evaluations here? Obviously, you have an idea of what you see as being most valuable, and probably that lends itself to a certain style of football. Can you talk a little bit just about how that influences the process, even if even if we're not necessarily trying to, it's one of those unconscious things that may play in here, but talk a little bit about how that influences the process as well as maybe some of the ways that you can help, you know, to, to acknowledge that and work through that as you're doing your evaluations. Sure. And that, that's one of the big things why, as I had mentioned a little earlier, uh, under the NDT scouting umbrella, everybody that we have working on board here, we're encouraging them to, you know, embrace that they have, uh, some discrepancies from the other people on the team. We don't have a standardized scoring system like a lot of your other media sites do. We don't have a standardized evaluation. We encourage everyone to kind of look at how they view the spectrum of the game and let them put the emphasis on the things that they feel are the premium traits, premium qualities in football players and what makes a strong football player because that ultimately – is the same thing that you'll see from team to team in the NFL draft process. And that's how you get some of the wide-ranging discrepancies that teams have on players. And we want to kind of try and emulate that and embrace that and have that be a part of what we do with our work here. Uh, but for me personally, this was an, an interesting uh, kind of project because when I do my spring work and I do my evaluations, my formal final evaluations, I have this process that a lot of people like, some people don't like. It's got a lot of layers to it. And this is a little bit more pure as far as being, strictly speaking, a film evaluation. So now I like my tight ends to have three down ability. I like them to be a threat in the middle of the field. Um, so, so Joe, for example, was a little bit higher on Jordan Leggett from Clemson than I was. Um, he, he made a big point about Leggett having reliable hands and, and being a big target. No, but I'm looking at Leggett as a blocker and, and Leggett 
you know, with his movement skills in open space, and there's some discrepancies there as far as what I personally value versus what it's very apparent in reading the evaluation Joe values in a tight end. So, you know, it, it's something that we're aware of. You kind of embrace, and it's just a matter of uh, pointing out what you put your priority in as you're writing your short film assessment that we included in each of these 88 players. Two of the uh, positions that Joe mentioned as being above average in this year's class were the wide receivers as well as off-the-ball linebacker. Uh, Can you talk a little bit about what you saw from those positions as well as if there's any other position grouping that really stood out to you uh, in this year's senior class? Sure. Uh, I will say Joe's right on about each of those positions. Uh, The wide receiver class as far as seniors – uh, guys like Corey Davis, Josh Reynolds, Mike Williams, Stacy Coley, Travin Doral, um, all stood out as players that you could say, yeah, you can you can take this guy in the top 50 picks potentially, depending on how their senior year goes, depending on what their offseason circuit looks like, what their medicals are like. But the on-the-field product for these guys is very, very strong. Off-the-ball linebackers is as good as I can remember it being in the last couple of years. Uh, really big fan of Reuben Foster interested to see how his senior year plays out because it came out that he uh, appeared to have lost a little bit of weight to try and be a little bit more dynamic as far as his change of direction and stop start ability Uh, but that guy will smack you man coming downhill he's a tank Um, a guy like Jared Davis from Florida has really really explosive traits he's a very strong tackler has great range and then a guy that I profiled for inside the pylon just the other week with Jalen Reeves-Maven from Tennessee uh, is kind of like this year's mold for today's NFL type of linebacker where he's a three-down guy, he can cover, he can play in the box. He's not the biggest guy, but he has capabilities as far as slipping blocks with his short area quickness and a little bit of leverage and physicality. So uh, just really working your way through down the list. I th- we did two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve off-ball linebackers, and there's five or six of them that I really, really like this potential day one or t- day two guys. Um, and the last part of your question, uh, for another position group that I like, I actually liked a handful of guys in the safety class this year, too, that were seniors. Uh, Eddie Jackson from Alabama, Marcus May from Florida, and Xavier Woods from Louisiana Tech are three guys that I'm really big fans of that uh, have some range. They have some physicality. They, they track the ball well in the air. They get their hands on the football. So it's a stronger group at the top than I can remember the past couple of years as far as senior safeties as well. Kyle, who do you see this uh, the preseason outlook that you've put together? Who, who do you see this as really being for? What kind of fan? What type of scout? Who, who do you see picking this up? Uh. I like to think of it as having value to any number of different people, whether you're media, whether you're a fan of college football, whether you're a fan of the NFL draft, uh, maybe a dynasty uh, fantasy football league that you're interested in getting some names on your radar, uh, daily fantasy sports, I believe they kind of delve into college in, in, in some sites. So there's value here, you know, regardless of what your niche is in football. And we just wanted to put something together that was as inclusive as we could possibly make so that it has appeal to everybody. We have underclassmen watch lists. We have senior watch lists on top of the seniors that we actually showcase and do the player evaluations on. We have um, some, some, Joe did a a really fun 
senior superlative kind of read, and we both did senior-only mock drafts where we took the the Vegas odds and made a uh, a draft order. And I would like to emphasize for anybody that gets the product, we use the Vegas odds. We do not hate your team. I promise. Um, that won't help. And, and we now I know, but at least <laughs> I can say I tried. Um, so we tried to give give some engaging reading pieces as well on top of that. And I think for uh, $6.99, $110 worth of college football and, and player assessments and watch lists and, and, and mock drafts with player biographies and background, it's got a lot of stuff in it. I think if anybody invests in it, I think they'll be really happy with what they get. Kyle, where do people go in order to pick this up? You can swing by our site, www.ndtscouting.com. Uh, there's a link on the homepage at the bottom, and we also have it listed at the top of our NFL Draft Products page, which is along the tabs along the top. Very good. What's uh, what, what's on tap next for you? Are you taking a break final, or are you pretty much right back at it once the season gets going? No, I'm not like that Schofield guy. I'm, I'm on the horse all the time, unfortunately. Yeah, well, um, look, we, we're trying to get rid of him, so if, if you want, we can make a spot. I know just where you could fit in. Just okay, saying. yeah, I'll, Just uh, saying. I'll keep that in mind. I, I actually have uh, six or seven games lined up this year for, for live scouting uh, trips this fall. So I'll be doing a lot of traveling, going to, to colleges, and um, excited to kind of branch out a little bit. I'll be going to Miami in November, which oh, I can cool. think of a lot worse places to be going. Yeah, I, I uh, can see why you scheduled that. Yeah, it worked out really well. So uh, Miami in November, uh, West Virginia is a school that I've been to for three years running now, and I get to see them play TCU this year, and I'm really excited about that. Um, Boston College is on my list. I'll be making a trip to a Navy game. Um, So I've got a lot of stuff on tap as far as just continuing to be a student of the game and go watch games live and make the most of my opportunities to, to network when I'm there and just scout games live so that I can be as accurate as I can as far as processing players all across the field at at these universities and schools when I go for games. Well, Kyle, I can tell you you've done some awesome work here on uh, the preseason senior outlook and certainly appreciate you taking the time just because I know this, uh, you know, this next week here, it's pretty much the calm before the storm. And then as you said, we're right back into it. So thanks again for taking the time with me tonight. Chuck, it was my pleasure. Again, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you guys taking the time and you know, making some more football fans aware that this is out there. Um, hopefully anybody and everybody who gets their hands on is as happy with it as me and Joe are. Absolutely. And again, if you uh, do want to check that out, make sure you do head over to ndtscouting.com. It is available for purchase there, just six ninety nine. Kyle Krabs, we will catch up with you later this season, okay? Chuck, thank you so much, man. Take care. You got it. That is it for us today. We are done. Tomorrow, talking a little bit of Roberto Aguayo and his early struggles this season. That's what's coming up on tomorrow's edition of the Inside the Pylon Quick Kicks podcast.